get this party started right. Hey, Cash. What it is, what it is. Welcome to another episode of the Free Pizza and Vodka Podcast live from Los England. I guess that would be the combination of <laughs> Los Angeles and England. I like that, um, Los England. Los England. It kind of sounds like a like a Mexican England thing, you know? It'd be a good restaurant. They have fish and chips and burritos. Um, <laughs> oh my god, I had burritos last night from a place Why would you eat a burrito in England? Why would you do a- <laughs> I'm missing the I'm missing it, man. Sometimes you're missing it. The only alternative is like going to Taco Bell or something. It's sad, well, dude. Well, you know, I'm glad you you mentioned food right off the bat because before we get into the shit show that is my life the past week, I mean, I'm these, these are white people problems. We'll get into that later, but um you know what's going on right here in Los – and I know every episode we talk about, like, I know how much you miss the fast food and stuff like that. Guess what's going on right here, right down the street? Uh, it's a special pop-up version of it today, and then I think uh, March 2nd uh, it kicks off for good. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, do I get a hint? Um, okay. First hint, delicious. Um, um, let's see. Is there, uh, is there a color in the name? A color – um in the name no but i will tell you there's a there no there's a high ranking military official involved oh i'm not high ranking come on (laughs) come on all i can think of colonel sanders (laughs) there you go okay there we are We've, we've got that one all right uh guess what the colonel's up to these days um he's got gizzards nope the colonel is now offering, you know, because all the craters are the Popeye's chicken sandwich and the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich, all that chicken sandwich, and the colonel's like, hold my beer. The colonel is starting to offer a delicious beer? chicken sandwich, but it's, they're not using buns. They're not using buns. Guess what he's using? Chicken. Nope. Oh, because we had that out here. Chicken. Glazed donuts. Oh, my God. How awesome. I mean, they've been doing this in minor league ballparks in the South. They have, like, these <laughs> bacon cheeseburgers with Krispy Kremes on them. I've always wanted to try one. But now fried chicken and gla- hot glazed donuts, dude. I'm like, it, and the thing uh, is, if I didn't have to get to Beverly Hills today to get my hair cut, I'd be down there at that KFC on La Brea. But uh, yeah, dude. And then I guess it's going to be on the menu. I mean, like what? Yeah, KFC's like chicken and waffles. Fuck off. That's so old school. Like, you know, we're going chicken. and I'm like, to me, as somebody who like, that's two of my favorite foods is glazed donuts and, and fried chicken. I'm like, I... It's really going to mess up my juice cleanse I'm supposed to start this week. But, um, yeah, dude, I mean, do, do you guys even have the KFC over there? Oh, man, you know we got that pussy-ass UK version of KFC where they don't serve the biscuits or the macaroni and oh, cheese. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, so um, I, I, don't, I don't know if you're going to be able to get the glazed donuts uh, fried chicken sandwich. Probably not. We probably won't see that. But does that, I mean, is, how awesome does that sound? I've, I mean, I've always, I've liked chicken and waffles, just that sweet, salty thing they got going on. But, like, I'm not, like, you know, it's not my my thing. But, like, I do love, they're not going to be Krispy Kreme donuts, but they're going to be hot glazed donuts. So It sounds messy. I mean. Well, yeah, glazed, it's not something you're eating in the car. Yeah, if the glazed bit was pressed against the chicken, maybe. Or the, you know, like they sliced the glaze in half and I had dry donut on my fingers, but. Are you, are you saying let's just skip the donut and then just dip the fried chicken patty in the glaze? I like it. Maybe it's put it on a be stick. Finger licking good for real this time. Oh, dude, KFC. Like people talk shit about KFC. I love KFC. I think it's great. I mean, I I don't think I've ever had fried chicken I didn't like. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't. 
I'd have been like, ah, I hate that place. Um, you know, it's kind of like that line from that movie uh, with Stephen Baldwin. Like, pizza's kind of like sex. Even when it's bad, it's still pretty good. That's yeah, all right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, dude, so the, so the KFC glazed donuts today, I'm going to, I'm going to get one this week and, uh, I'll report back to you next weekend on how it was, because it sounds really like that's something you could only find like at the state fair. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Wow. Right yeah, that's, that's that crazy. sounds interesting. I look forward to hearing about that. Um, free pizza vodka podcast guys. Don't forget to hit us up on Instagram at a free pizza vodka podcast. Um, as well as rate, review, and subscribe if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts because we need your numbers to help us keep ranked. Otherwise, people don't find the show. What else you got for us today? Um, well, a bunch of different things, but uh, still trending with the, with the food. Did you see that McDonald's is offering scented candles that smell like their food? Wow. Uh, they like taking a page out of Erica Badu's playlist. That's and and the, the, the Gwyneth Paltrow, didn't she come out with a candle that smelled like her twat or something like yeah, that? Yeah, that's what uh, Erica Badu's got, like incense that smell like that. <laughs> like, sort of like Badu world. Uh, I, so. Yeah, I, I'm going to come out with my candle. It's going to smell like whiskey and depression. But um, <laughs> McDonald's, like, I mean, it's, but to me, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love McDonald's. I like eating there too, but like, it's not one of those smells where I'm like, Oh, I smell McDonald's. It smells so good. I, you know, like what's weird to me too, is like, you know, the in and out you walk by the in and out, which I don't like the in and out, but it smells wonderful. Right. And, but McDonald's, I just, I'm like, why, why would you want your house to smell like McDonald's? Like greasy I, I, fast food. I think it's probably going to appeal to that person that goes to McDonald's all the time. And they're going to – McDonald's said, you know what? We need to find a way <laughs> yeah. to get in that person's head even when they're not thinking about us so that yeah. their house smells like deep fried whatever and chicken fat and and you'll just want to, to always be eating the shit. But I think yeah, we, marketing. Well, yeah, we, we had some McDonald's last weekend for Valentine's Day. It was so – like the funny thing about it is – you know, everybody knows fast food's not good for you. We all get it, right? So you don't live on the shit, but you eat it, and it tastes so freaking good. And then, like, an hour later, you're like, oh, yeah, that, this is not right. I don't – my body doesn't like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, the older you get, you realize that you're not supposed to be eating this processed shit. But it's yeah. so delicious. You know, it's like we talk about whenever you see a White Castle, you go in, you get your 30 pack of slider and you're like, oh, this is the bomb. And then like two hours later, you're like, I really wish I hadn't done that. And then you do it again the next time you see a White Castle. Oh, yeah. That's what I was really hoping you were going to say instead of the KFC donut thing was like, oh, that White Castle was opening up in London. Yeah. Well, anywhere in L.A. um, I like to have a White Castle be in every hub that I'm going to visit. There's one in Detroit, obviously. But yeah. And and. I, I don't understand why they're they're not this far. It's like Waffle House. Why is there not one in Los Angeles? We don't have a a, a Waffle House. We don't have a White Castle. Uh, I get why we don't have a Bojangles. That's kind of a southeastern thing. But like White Castle, you got in Vegas. Well, you know, so I, so's Waffle House. I mean, you only just got Chick Fil A because that was a southern thing since you know as far as yeah nineties. But. but I mean, Waffle House. You find them in the Midwest. They got them in Phoenix. And it's like, why, why is so everybody so afraid of the LA market? Maybe because they don't think they'll do well here because everybody's eating fucking sushi and smoothies and kale and all that other shit. Probably but, the only time we had a White Castle was when Harold and Kumar went to White Castle. 
and then they open one up on Sunset, like over there. I forget where, like somewhere on Sunset for just like a week or weekend or some bullshit like that. Yeah, dude, I I, I think it'd do well here. But at the same time, you know, you're right, because like everybody here is from somewhere else. They can get all that shit at home. Right. You know, and like they're visiting from Detroit. Why would you go to White Castle in Hollywood? You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't eat. I try not to eat anywhere that I could eat at home when I'm on the road. But, you know, some people aren't. But uh, but yeah, off, off the food, this week's been nuts since we talked last. Um, uh, my chick came home from Florida um, with some sort of I, I swear it's the coronavirus. I don't know what the hell is going on with her. <laughs> um, but you wouldn't you wouldn't think that that being in an amusement park for two days full of children and then getting on a plane going across the country, you'd get sick. That's so weird. But, um, yeah, so she's been down for the count all week. Uh, and then I got diagnosed with the shoulder issue we spoke about uh, with a torn labrum. Now, um, here's what's funny about that. The nurse called me with the MRI results on Tuesday night. And at first, I she's like, yeah, okay, you have a torn labrum. And I thought she said you have a torn labia. And I'm like, because <laughs> on the phone. And I repeated it. I'm like, I have a torn labia? And my chick's sitting on the couch. She starts dying laughing. The nurse starts cracking up. I'm like, she's like, no, labrum. I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't even know what I, you know, I don't speak doctor. I'm, what the hell's a labrum? And uh, so I, I did a little research. And um, yeah, they, he gives me a 50-50 chance at just taking it easy, um, which, which sucks because I was supposed to start, be the opening day starter for the Cubs this year. I don't know if you, I told you that too. They finally called. Um 44 years it took him. You know what I'm saying, right? I finally oh. get my big shot in the uh, major leagues, and, and my shoulder's bummed out. So, yeah, so I'm on the uh, on the mend for a while. Hopefully, I don't need surgery. Um, but, uh, you know, luckily, luckily, nothing is wrong with my humerus. <laughs> you know how much research I had to do to get that one? Um, yeah. I know, right? Awful. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's, that's what's been going on. And uh, over here, how's things over there? All good uh, over there? Yeah, nothing's broken or anything. Uh, no except. torn lab, no no torn labias. No, I actually I had a you friend. You tore up some labia this week. <laughs> I had a friend. She experienced. Um, this is interesting, actually. Let me set this up a little better. Because um, we so often hear about racism, and you know, like I actually saw a fashion show. It's New York. I think it's Fashion Week out there, and it did this runway thing where these models came out with these massive lips and. You know, big ears and shit. So now they're kicking off about that because racism just never seems to end in the world of fashion. Well, but, not only that, but it, it, it sells. If, if you say something is racist, you get a million people to start looking into that. Oh, article. yeah. That, they, that's why they do it. So, you know, they can just say they're sorry and we didn't realize. And then they, no, no, no press is bad press. So I was doing some voiceover work for this TV show. And um, one of the girls that I work with... Um, Quite regularly she's Chinese and she was telling me how she's experienced racism because of the coronavirus so it's funny to me it's it's actually kind of I don't want to say cool but it's interesting how people get exposed to things that certain people have been dealing with you know their whole life and she was on the street in London and this car lies by and it's kicking out all this exhaust so she's waiting across the street and she coughs of course as you do 
So this white lady that was standing next to her. <laughs> leper, leper. <laughs> exactly. Unicorn. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So she, you Put know, her to looked, the colony. Exactly. Looks over at at my friend Crystal and um, basically starts backing up, you know, and then looks at her and then like covers up her face and shit and. I was like, oh, man, that is foul as shit. You know, I mean, I get it, but come on, you know, so. So what you're 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 equating it to like when you're on an elevator with a white woman and she like clutches her purse, pulls that really, purse a little tighter. <laughs> like, I'm, just like, Do not. It's like, I'm like, bitch, you think I ain't going to knock the shit out of you and take that purse if I'm fucking walking? You know what? Next time, next time, next time we're together, we should just pull some shit like that and have like a hidden camera just to fuck with people. Um <laughs> But, you know, it's it's the fact that you mentioned that that people, you know, you're a black dude. So I'm sure you had to deal with bullshit like that your whole life. But um, I don't know. if Did I ever tell you a story where I got some like reverse racism? I wouldn't even call it racism because it was just discrimination because of my sexual orientation. Um, Well, I have to I'm going to have to stop you there. And I know it's completely unintentional with what you said, but this is for everybody out there listening. Racism is a social dynamic which keeps a certain sector of the society or population down because of the control or economic power by another one. So there's no such thing ever as a reverse racism because I have no control over anything. I can't keep you from getting a mortgage. I can't keep you from getting into Harvard. None of that shit. So you're right when you said discrimination, but it's definitely not reverse racism. Sorry. Yeah, no. Um it's uh, you remember Hamburger Mary's in West Hollywood? No. Okay. Well, as for those of you listening, most of you know Los Angeles know West Hollywood is the big gay area in Hollywood. It is the it's the mecca. It's the Castro district, like in San Francisco. It is where um, you know it's it's gay town. And that's, right, uh, that's it's there. boys there. They call it boys town. Boys yeah. Town. Well, anyway, um, Old Irv's Burgers used to be there. And it's because it's the old Route 66, right? So Irv's Burgers used to be there and had killer cheeseburgers. And we're back on food again. But anyway, um, so and our thing was we used to to go to Irv's, order our burgers to go and go across the street to Hamburger Mary's while they're making our burgers and get a beer and some jalapeno poppers because they have the best jalapeno poppers. Right. Well, um, we go in there one day and. The bartender's obviously uh, flaming queer, and everybody in there is a bunch of gay people. We get it. It's gay town. It's a gay bar. It's it's their gay. Dude, we sat there for a half hour. He wouldn't serve us. Wow. Like, it was almost a half hour. I wouldn't say it's that long, really. But, like, we're like, hey, excuse me, can we get get a drink? He's like, yeah, give me a minute. And then he'd go to people that just walked in. Yeah, what can I get you, sexy? You know, this and that. Like, And we, we were wow. sitting there, me and my chick, and we're like, wait a minute. We're not getting served because we're straight. What yeah. the fuck is the world coming to here, you know? Wow. Um. Yeah, so I uh, haven't been in the place since, but we showed them. <laughs> you're not you're gonna lose the two straight people that come in once a month. Um, but yeah, I know it's 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 kind of funny how that that worked out. You know, it's kind of like uh, we don't you know, serve your kind here. Exactly, get out of here, breeder. Your uh, droid, he's got to wait outside. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> and I actually think I heard that Star Wars theme music too. But uh, yeah, so um, but uh. While I can change the subject real quick, because we got a lot to cover today, I know we do. Um, uh, do you know what today is? And you being a hockey fan, um, I think you should know this from the Midwest. You should know what today is. 
Uh, I had to be reminded of it myself. I've so. been so removed from hockey since being in this country because of the time changes, and I don't even watch hockey anymore. Okay, well, um, today is the 40-year anniversary of the Miracle on Ice. Really? Yeah, and here's a little funny backstory about that. Okay, for, well, here's a backstory. For those of you who don't know what the Miracle on Ice is, that was when the 1980 U.S. Olympic team defeated the Soviets and the Olympics to go on to win the gold medal against, I believe it was Finland. But this was considered the greatest upset in the history of sports um, right now. I wouldn't say people are calling it the greatest moment in sports. I'm like, no, give me a fucking break. The, the Cubs winning the World Series was the greatest moment in sports. But anyway, um, at the time, I mean, we were kids. We were only five. But you have to understand that, like, the mighty Soviets, like, put – it was Drago versus Rocky, man, you know, before right. Drago versus – and this was – nobody could beat the Soviets. They were, like, just this well-oiled machine. And then here we got, uh, you know, 20 kids – that weren't professionals. That's the thing back in the day, the Olympics was only for amateur athletes, but at the same time in other countries, that was their profession. You know what I'm saying? Like they weren't paid per se to do it, but like the Russians were building these hockey robots and they built this crazy team that nobody could beat. And, um, the, the U S team of kids beat them and nobody thought it could be done. Um, so I would say not, not everybody, you know, they should know about it. It's part of American history. But at the same time, you leave the Midwest or the Northeast part of this country and hockey's just not that big a deal. So um, it's kind of funny. I'm looking at my news feed today on Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff. And like everybody that lives in like Minnesota, Illinois, Wisconsin, Boston, New York, New Jersey, it's all, hey, man, the 40 year anniversary of Miracle on Ice. And, and, and like everybody else in the country is just kind of clueless. But funny backstory on that, my ex girlfriend she comes from a hockey family in minnesota and that the coach of that team uh, i believe was her uncle that her brooks that the uh i don't know if you guys ever seen the movie came out in 2004 miracle with kurt russell it's about that miracle on ice and the uh and the olympics and everything it's it's a really it's a good movie and it's a good story but yeah that was 40 years ago today that that uh team of kids beat the mighty soviets that's back when they had a soviet union too and there's like there might be a couple millennials listening right now going, what in the fuck is going on here? Can we talk about Justin Bieber? Um, Channel. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, so that was 40 years ago today, man. And like you said, like it's it's uh, now you're over in England. Does anybody give a fuck about hockey over there? No, they don't. They don't. We have like a we have like a team here, but it's it's not the same. They don't play obviously with the NHL, so it's not um, not as big a deal here. And uh, yeah, I just don't watch. I just don't watch it anymore. It's, it's not my my friends don't watch it, so it's not you know it's not a social thing. It's kind of fun anymore. So. Yeah, because I don't I don't uh, to me hockey is another one of those sports that that TV doesn't really do it justice. It's a lot more fun to go see it and sit down close. Um, and it's. I, I think know, if they change the cameras, it'll be a lot more fun to watch. I think once we get more like of a football, like those cameras that are strung across the ice, when you're, the, the shots are actually on the ice and not on the on the sides, it'll be more interesting to watch, perhaps. I mean, Fox tried to make it nice back in the 90s because people were complaining that they couldn't see the puck. And they put this stupid fucking streak of light. Yeah, I remember that. 
the bucks every time they'd shoot it the zoom would be shooting across it was, the screen it was, it was like, like watching blades of glory on nintendo exactly it was ridiculous so i'm glad they got rid of that nonsense but um yeah no, they uh it, and and i remember when the kings won a few years how many years back that was the town in los angeles was going absolutely apeshit and everybody was a hockey fan yeah, and, I guess there are uh, weather fans out there for hockey, for sure. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I was on the bandwagon, too. It was fun. And, and here's, okay, if I can go off on a little mini rant here. You know what cracks me up is when people, when their team is winning, right, and then they want to bitch because people are cheering for their team, too. Like, you fucking bandwagon fans, I, I was rooting for the team when they sucked. It's like, well, what? Fuck you. I, I don't I don't get that mentality. Like, if I'm... If I'm rooting for the Cubs, which I do, and I rooted for them when they sucked, and I rooted for them when they won, and then you go to Chicago, you go, and now everybody's a Cubs fan. Hey, to me, the, the more people that want to cheer for my team, the happier I am. You know what I'm saying? You were complaining about that same shit in L.A. What are you talking about? I remember you saying that. You were pissed off because people were like Dodger fans or some shit now that they won the fucking something. No, no, no. I'm talking about the people that complain that fucking people are are the fans now. Like that was you? you. God damn no. it. Like episode like six or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> no. You were like, fuck these people. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the people that consider themselves diehards and they want to bitch because people are now on the bandwagon. Oh, okay. I was bitching about the fucking people that were fucking like, oh yeah, you're not fucking, you don't give a fuck and now your team's fucking good. But now these people that were always like, I was there, like, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit that you were there in the shitty years, you know? It, it, like George Carlin says, if you're dumb enough to follow a team that sucks, that's your problem. Just step away. But uh, speaking of sports, now we can go to Fairweather fans. This Kobe thing, dude, is way bigger than we thought it was going to be. Is it? Oh, my God. Dude. Remember when this happened a month ago, like five minutes before we filmed an episode, and we're like, this is going to be huge news for like a week or two. Like, dude. It is nonstop, every fucking newscast, every channel in this city, and everybody's wearing Kobe jerseys, and there's the memorial this Monday at Staples. The police are having press conferences. Please stay away unless you have a ticket. It's sold out. Selling tickets. We talked about that last week. But, oh, we didn't. Uh, talk. We didn't. Oh, we didn't. I thought we did. I thought we got to that last week. Um, okay, so they're selling fucking tickets to... Kobe's memorial. They sold out, right? Some of them were going as much as $224. Now, I understand the fact that you have to pay people to run the Staples Center. There's there's people that do um, that, that, you know, the day-to-day operations. People that have to turn on the lights and all that bullshit, and they have to be paid. I get all that. However, um, are you telling me that the Lakers or uh, can't just pick up the tab? You, you, you charging people to come to a fucking funeral? Yeah. And I just, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I and, and here's another question. I, I, I can't believe that. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? And 224 bucks a ticket. Some of them were 24, and they went up to 224. It was something to do with his number or whatever. But I'm like, what, dude? What the fuck? That's you're, messed you're, up because, and I know this is gonna sound even more messed up, but they. They, like you said, could pick it up because now this is going to sound really messed up. <laughs> but they don't have to pay anything for him anymore. And so they, they got the money because, you know, they were paying him millions a year to play. And I know he's retired. So 
they've got money for it. But even more messed up is that when Michael Jackson's funeral was there, they were giving the tickets away. Okay, yeah. All into the raid because I had tickets. I went to Michael Jackson's funeral. I won tickets off the radio. Yeah, see, that's and, and the thing is too, like we're talking about. Okay, even if you even if they charge for Michael Jackson's funeral, I I couldn't understand that, but that makes more sense to me because Michael Jackson wasn't employed by a bazillion dollar sports team that has endless fucking finances you know what i'm saying and and i'm like wow people tickets to a funeral like like hey man now the phrase you get tickets to see the dead is fucking totally different (laughs) but yeah grateful dead trucking um but it it, to me it it was fucking disgusting um and i'm thinking maybe they did that because they wanted to maybe keep out a certain element of um people that if it's free, hey, let's go. I'm going to start some shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, they um, they usually cordon it off so you can't get you know, but so close. At least when they did MJ's funeral, they had it all blockaded, so it was only like press and people with tickets beyond a certain point. But yeah, and it's it's just become this craziness. And here's another thing I had had the wonder too. Okay, so they're having it at the Staples Center. It's sold out. Um, sold out a funeral, dude. I can barely even fucking draw people at the fucking improv. <laughs> so he sells out the state. He's not even alive and he sells out the fucking uh, Staples Center. Um, so here's one thing I wonder. Will the concession stands be open? First of all, wouldn't well, they? Well, I'm just wondering because have you ever, you know, you've been to some events like at the convention center. We went for our niece's uh, gymnastics thing. The concession stands weren't open. And I'm like, what's this all about? So I'm, I'm just kind of saying I, I hope that my funeral that you guys have like at least a beer vendor, you know, it's somebody, I, I, I swear to God, dude, I'll be, I'll be looking down or maybe up who the fuck knows. But, um, and I just, I want you to like Wally, the beer man from those Miller Lite commercials back in the day, just like if, and here lies Jonas. He was a good man. Call me, get your call me. Hey, if I could just, that'd be, that would, I'm putting that in my will, but I'm wondering like, if the concession stands are open, okay, now they're going to make even more money. They're, they're making money off a dead guy, which, I mean, to me, it's like the Lakers should just say, hey, we're going to pick up the tabs. The the water and the popcorn's free. Um, you know, it's, it's bad enough they rape you at the games, but now they're they're raping you for a fucking guy's funeral. It's 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 crazy. It's crazy, well, dude. No life is all about making money. Yeah. Pretty much sort that out they're gonna they're gonna do it so yeah no it's but to me it's just kind of like and and the fact that people are are paying money like to go to this why i don't i'm just not a big i mean i took different different strokes different folks man like like, somebody bought one of my michael jackson tickets i had had tickets yeah i was like i don't need extra tickets and some guy just like 80 bucks for my ticket that's nuts. I mean, I guess maybe because you wanted to be part of history and say, oh, I was at that. And That's the that. only reason I wanted to go. I mean, I was like, and this girl's comedian, uh, Sarah Tiana, she uh, went down there with me. She wanted to get some footage. <laughs> She's like, I want to film some shit because this is going to be funny as shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like I and there. I just I, I don't get it, but whatever. But yeah, anyway, it's I mean, I'm sure it's not news over there like it is here, but it's it's yeah. nuts, man. It's it's. You cannot turn on any Los Angeles news station without the first thing. And Kobe, Kobe. Well, I'm like, it's yeah. been a fucking month. 
doesn't matter. It's I mean, he was iconic. It's like if Mike Michael uh uh Michael Magic Johnson had a died, it, you wouldn't have heard the end of that. And and when he does, you're not going to hear the end of that cuz he's a LA icon, you know? So is Yeah, I, I you get have, it, you know. He's your local royalty and and Kobe was like basketball royalty. I mean, he's up there on the Mount Rushmore with like, you know, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, you know, he's up there. So yeah, they're going to play it out, and they're going to get their ratings, and then they're going to have the funeral, and then they're going to have, uh, you know, another week or two of press. And then... Oh, it's it's going to go another fuck. I think it'll go all year, I bet. Nah. It'll be Christmas time, and they'll be like, remembering Kobe, KCAL, 9. Well, um, they will. They will. Yeah. It's, it's, year, but... <laughs> it's a Kobe Christmas. <laughs> that's cool, though. I mean, he brought a lot of eyes and a lot of money to the city, and he brought championships to the city, so it's warranted. I think I, he... I... I get it. You but know, to me, I'm just like, I didn't think it was going to be this much. Like, yeah. every day, all day, you know, Kobe, Kobe, Kobe. It's like, okay, maybe it's just because I don't feel... I'm, I'm not over there with the flowers wearing a Kobe jersey now. You know, I mean, if if David Allen Coe were to die in a helicopter crash, yes, I could understand the, the millions of people grieving. But... Um, no, I just, you know, whatever it is, whatever I it is, I think because he's young, he was younger, too, so it wasn't... Um, yeah, no, and it was a shock. It's not like he, yeah. he got sick, you know. Yeah, no, nothing like that. Yeah, no, it's 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 pretty crazy. And, and then another thing is that's crazy out here right now is um, with the whole Astros cheating in the World Series 2017 that we talked about a few weeks back, um, some of the Dodger players out here have been very uh vocal about the to me it is bullshit dude they they got fucked and the commissioner and justin i think it was justin verlander i can't remember um anyway he he just said he goes it says right on the trophy the commissioner's trophy so for him to the commissioner basically just says like hey man uh you know it's just a piece of metal get over it that type of deal and to me it is bullshit dude like they kicked Pete Rose out. They kicked out the, the Black Sox in 1919. Um, they'll they'll bust these players for for cheating and using steroids, and kick them out for a season. And dude, and they if you're in the Olympics, if you're caught doing something, they take your fucking medals. What I don't understand, nobody's debating the Astros cheated. They have the evidence. They copped to it. Why the fuck isn't baseball saying? We're taking your trophy. Now, I'm not saying you can award it to the Dodgers because they didn't really win it, but I would just say, hey, nobody won the World Series that year. You just have to take the fucking trophy from them, strip them of their rings, and to me, they're just like baseball's just kind of sweeping this under the rug um, and not making a big deal out of it. And it, to me, it's kind of kind of crazy the way that Major League Baseball is handling it. And Dodger fans are are irate, and this is the one time I'm on the Dodgers side. Um, if the Cubs don't win the World Series this year, I will root for the Dodgers because, like, I feel like they got fucked and they, you know, deserve one. But the fact that they're not taking their title away is, is kind of crazy. And it's still a, a pretty hot subject out here in Los Angeles. It's it, it's kind of like I said, you don't you don't hear about this stuff too often. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't I'm not familiar with it. So I won't comment on it. And I don't really follow baseball either. So. Well, it's let's put it this way, like um, say uh, a football team won the Super Bowl, right? Yep. 
And then it turns out that they stole playbooks and they had a microphone and all their plays were going to the defense and they knew exactly what they were going to do. And, and then they admitted to it and they, yeah, we cheated. Do you not think that that team should be stripped of their fucking ring? Yeah, of course. But I mean, that's, it's pretty basic. So it's no debating it. I just don't have any, I don't have anything to say about it. Cause I don't really, I don't really think that there should be a discussion. Like you said, it's pretty cut and dry. Yeah. But, the, but, but to me, that's why there, there shouldn't be a discussion either. But why, to me, I'll let you look into it a little more, but like, like, why isn't baseball doing something more than what they're doing? That's what kind of like, huh? Like, you, you know, you, you know, a guy gets busted with smoking pot and you, you kick him out for fucking a year. Right. And, right. but a, a, an entire team um, degrades your sport and all that. And, and they're just like, yeah, well. Yeah, we'll go get him next year, Tiger. So it's that to me, that's that's all. Fucking. That's probably some more shit behind the scenes that we just don't really know about. So hopefully yeah, to light at some point soon, and you'll. Uh... Yeah, well, uh, hopefully... you can't have no one won the the the, the series. You know that they're just not going to do that. So give it to the Cubs. <laughs> give give it to a team that that's really been suffering. Give it to the Cleveland Indians. That'd be rad, wouldn't it? Like here you go, you get a, you get one of those participation. Here's a here's an attaboy ribbon trophy. All right. Um, yeah, and uh, and that's all. I'll switch it up because I got a couple other things to talk about before we get out of here. But uh, I don't know if you've ever been a fan of the show, uh, Friends. Were you a fan of that show? Uh, I absolutely cannot stand that show. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Thank you, dude. Okay, because I thought I was the only one. Like I never thought it was that great. Um, I've, I've never seen an episode of Friends in its entirety. I had a girlfriend that used to watch that shit back in the late 90s. I think it was about 90, 2099, something like that. She it was. Watch it. Yeah, it was. It was really popular. It was on the same night as Seinfeld. And the reason I remember, I mean, I've seen a few episodes. I just I never really got into the show. Um, but a bar I used to DJ at uh, had a night where it was friends and Seinfeld night. Like everybody came out to the bar and we had all the TVs on friends and Seinfeld. That's how huge this thing was. And friends is a wildly popular show. Like I said, I never thought it was that, that great. Uh, but anyway, they're doing a reunion special, right? Have you heard this? No. I don't watch. Okay. That. Okay. Well, you are aware there is an invention called television on this invention. <laughs> they show shows, but, and yes, we have made it yet another episode of the Pulp Fiction reference. Um, so they're doing a, a reunion, a friend's reunion, and it's all a buzz on the social media now. It's not an episode. It's not another season. It's, it's, it's a retrospective. They're just going to sit there on a oh. stage and talk about what it was like being on the show. Oh, I remember that episode. This was that one time uh, yeah, yeah, before we started okay. taking and yeah, fuck that. And oh wait, oh wait, dude. And and here's the best part. Here's the part that's gonna make you want to go out and shoot somebody after we get done with this episode. Like you're gonna have to go to like the batting cages or the shooting range or something and just take out some frustration. Not only are they getting back together for a retrospective, which the hilarity will ensue when they talk about that wacky Joey. Um, guess what? They're all getting paid to do this. This is, but see, this is exactly why they're doing it. And so I don't even really, I'm not going to be surprised by any of it, but I'm sure, I mean, I don't know scale, what scale is out there for this kind of stuff now, but I'm sure they're probably at least easy. <laughs> three to four million. Easy. Um, 
Well, you overshot it. Um, is two point five each. So the paper's getting low. The paper's getting low. Well, Joey I mean, hasn't. Joey hasn't had a show. What's he done? Uh, go to IMDb and pull up their their credits. Well, but here's the thing, nothing. dude. The show is is like Seinfeld. It's still on TV thirty times a day. You don't need uh, to do anything. Syndication, yeah. But they're they they are used to living a certain way. So when you're getting the syndication, because I I got a royalty check. Obviously, it's not going to be what. Uh, principal actor would have gotten on something that I did years ago. So I know they still get money for it. But when you're used to getting like Seinfeld was getting however many millions per episode, he's not getting that in royalties. So he's got to find other ways, you know, to make that money. But they're probably used to they were living off that money. That show was on for 10 years, you know. So, yeah. But I mean, no, they're they're doing just fine, and it's just to me, it's like it's crazy that that could demand that kind of money for for them to sit around and talk about. It's not even like it's like what the fuck? Shit. What am I do? What am I doing wrong? You know, I'm like I'd be fine with two million. You have to give me two point five. You keep the point five. Just give me two. And you know, I mean, out of all of them, Jennifer Aniston. Probably the the busiest, right? Yeah, I'm but, looking at her IMDb page right now. She's got like six projects in the works. Whereas you go to like Courtney Cox, she was on like one episode of Modern Family, one episode of Shameless. She was on two episodes of Drunk History. You know, she was on one. She episode had that of, Cougar Town show for a long time. Yeah, Cougar Town was on for a minute. She was on 102 okay. episodes. And did, Matthew Perry ended, did some movies. Ended five uh, years ago. So I think David Schwimmer did one movie, and I haven't heard from him in like 20 years. So their their paper's getting low. They're figuring, hey, let's milk this shit, you know, real quick before it's just too late. And I don't even know. Let me take a quick look. I don't blame them for doing it. I'm just saying, how the fuck is there a demand for this? Because that 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 audience never goes away. It's the same thing if you have like Harry Potter or um, what is it called? That fucking show that everybody loves that I can't think of off the top of my head. But there, I mean, people are following. Like, if you did a Sanford and Son reunion right now, I was just I'm, about to say I'm, Sanford I'm and Son. I'm like, Dude, shit. Yeah, I do. I'm going. Right, I'm going. Even though everybody's dead, but except for Lamont. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And every time I watch something about Sanford and Son, Lamont's always just kicking it on the golf course, dude. Oh yeah, that's uh, all he does. He does his religious stuff. I tried to get him on my podcast, and he was almost there, but I just couldn't make it happen. But yeah, he doesn't do anything, but he plays golf and he big dummy does the gospel. You know, that's what he's up to. He's he's doing his thing, and good for him. But yeah, the money's there, and you know, it's an easy easy paycheck. I mean, two and a half. And who's paying that tab? Uh, the network. You know, they make oh, that wow. money back, and they make that money back in advertising. So it's like. Of course, oh, my God, a Friends reunion? we got to get our commercial on. It's just like the Super Bowl. They make all that yeah, money back. Yeah. All that yeah, money so, man, I was just like, I was kind of shocked to read it. Because, like I said, too, and I never was a big fan of the show. My I'm chick and I go it. around. I don't watch it. Yeah, no, but Seinfeld was, was uh, to me, and still is, the greatest sitcom of all time. I mean, it, like, I don't know if you agree with that. but I don't Seinfeld. know if I can say the greatest, but it was definitely one of my probably top five um, I don't even know if I would, uh, I could almost give it top three. It's kind of teetering, but it was really funny. 
But again, the same problem that I had with that that I really had with Friends is that there weren't any fucking minorities on the show, and you guys live in fucking New York. New York is nothing like what you portray it as. It's just all white fucking people. It's not what it is. Well, in Manhattan, where they were at, right? Yes, but um, it's just, and TV is slanted like that, and that's the main reason why I initially won't support your shit, is because it's kind of like Master of None, and I know you said you haven't seen it. It was the, um, um, why can't I remember his name? comedy show and um the the main character is an indian comedian or actor he's a real comedian in real life but what kind of indian casino or doctor yeah he's a doctor so he's going out for these roles and he's with his friends who are also indian and they're both trying out for this tv show which is like friends and they're they're like ah we can't give it to you you know and and he gets cc'd in on this email that chain that he wasn't supposed to see and basically, they were like, we can't have two Indians on the same fucking show. We can have one, but there's we can't have two. So, okay, well, back to the issue you said of, of of not enough minorities on Seinfeld and shit like that. So, like, here's my argument. Well, allow me to retort. Um, so, to me, I don't I don't look at a sitcom, and like I said, I'm not a black guy. Though. I don't look at a sitcom and be like, we need more minorities in this. I'm watching a sitcom to laugh, so I don't give a fuck. If it's black, white, Asian, if no, I'm laughing, you know what I'm saying? And it's not. A, white. I get that. I get what you're saying. But at the same time, like it's not that the uh, the concept of the show was not to show you how diverse New York is. No, no, you know no, what I'm no, saying? no. You're missing. You're missing the broad point here. The problem is, is that's not my culture. So I don't identify with any of those people on that show. So the thing that I, the problem that I have with it is, is when I'm sat across from the table with a, with one of my white contemporaries and they say, Oh my God, you've not seen blah, blah, blah. Like, why would I have seen that? Why do you, why am I expected to have seen that? And then if I say, Oh, have Seinfeld's you, fucking funny. Have you, I'm not talking about Seinfeld, but I'm, I'm just saying in general, but then if I throw a black show their way, Oh, so have you seen X, Y, and Z? They're like, no, why would I have seen that? That's a black show. Okay. That's a fucking white show. So why am I supposed to have seen your shit, but you're not supposed to have seen my shit? So white people aren't going to watch Tyler Perry productions, which in general are shit. You know, so <laughs> yeah. I don't like <laughs> yeah. the stuff, but that's not the point. That's not the point. It's not for white people. It's for black people to watch. That's what they're making it for. So well, same see, I'm with- just different like that because I grew up like watching like what's happening and everything. Too. And so when yeah, I you're, ask, yeah, you're, you're different. I get that, and that's cool because you have no, no, that. I'm not exposure. trying to sound cool, but I just no, no, no. assume that everybody watched funny shows. No, you know, like I, a... I talk to the neighbor, and I'm like, "Hey," he's like, "What are you watching?" I'm watching this What's Happening marathon the other day. And he's like, "What the fuck are you watching?" I'm like, "What are you talking?" We're the same age, you know. And yeah, but they just weren't exposed to it, you know. <laughs> how the fuck are you not? How do you not know what's happening is? How the but fuck do you not like, know the rerun dance? I don't. I don't. I don't identify with stuff i'm not going to be drawn to it so whereas hip-hop is geared towards chicks that want to hang out with with black guys white chicks black and asian guys, ones and asian black ones. guys that like <laughs> chicks with big butts and they twerk you know and they like big butts and they cannot lie guys that want to hear bass you know there's certain components that draw you to something and, and if you're in a country music, you're not going to listen to fucking hip hop. It doesn't matter who it is. And as soon as somebody hip hop. <laughs> Unless you're Darius over, Rucker. 
crosses into your country lane, like that old town road or whatever, and little Nas X has, they have a fucking fit. They're like, you can't come into this lane. But as soon as somebody white, Justin Bieber or fucking whoever, comes over or Timberlake into the to the black side of music, there's no problem with that. We don't have a problem with that. So that's why I've not seen Friends. That's why I, I, I took a minor exception to things like, I mean, at least on Seinfeld, they had um, my guy. I used to work out with him at Bally's down in Manhattan Beach. Um, his name's a cigarette. What the hell is this? Not Winston. Fuck, what's that guy's name? Marlboro. Newport. Camel. He played, he played uh, Slim. He played, um, he played the. Cool. Uh, he, cool. I don't smoke like a strap. He. He played um, the fucking attorney on the show, the black guy. Oh, Jackie Childs. Yeah. Um, I can't remember his name. His name. I tell you to get the latte? No, I didn't tell you to get the latte. <laughs> so at least they had that one character on there that was on there on a, you know, a fairly, you know, mildly. Phil Morris, that's his name. Philip Morris cigarettes, you know. Anyway. Um, so he was on there. But, um, you know, friends didn't have that. So there was just no interest in that to me and everybody that was talking about it was just like the people on the show which were people that i wasn't kicking it with so no i'm not watching it no yeah i get it um but well yeah friends is definitely geared towards towards white people with money in their pocket yeah um you know which is but i just i to me i just i didn't find the show that funny um you know but there's this huge market out there for it i guess that they're having this big reunion and it's you know, but um never going anywhere. Yeah. So um Americana. so um yeah, so now I feel guilty again about being white. Um but you know what'll cure that? A hair appointment in Beverly Hills, buddy. So that's where I'll be off to here in a couple minutes. Uh my white guilt will, but, but you know what I like to do is as the brown lady massages my scalp, Maritza's great, let me tell you. Um that, that white guilt just oozes out, you know, so uh it's cool, you know, and then uh, you know uh, what? the Asian you know what? guy that brings me the beer while I'm uh, sitting there in the salon chair. I want to give a shout out to all my minorities out there. I am currently in the in the market and shopping for a new housekeeper. And after what Jonas just said, I am definitely hiring a white woman to come clean my I, I should I should find a white man to come clean my house, actually. I should find me a cracker-ass cracker. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> name Jeeves. I swear to God, it'd be so rad. You need a white butler named Jeeves or Coleman. I want a butler. I don't want nobody hanging around. I want him to come in. I want him to clean my shit, and I want him to get the fuck out. And I want to be like, yeah, here's your money, and treat him like a hooker and be like, I'm paying you to leave. Bounce. So I want him to come clean my shit. I I will, um, you know, while I'm in Beverly Hills today, I will ask around to all the white men I see if any of them are looking for work. Let me see if I can get any hits. Um or you could just uh, we could put it on social media and uh, I'll, see I'll, what... I'll, I'll find one. I'll be I'm good. Let okay. me know, but whatever it is just make sure you call him Jeeves, <laughs> and because uh, that's that's gonna be rad. And if you do find one, I'm on the next plane to come over and just like make a mess at your house. <laughs> I'm gonna have Jeeves. one. Definitely gonna have one. So it's gonna be so rad. What else you got for us today? We got about 13 minutes until these people start hitting the eject button. Ah, oh yeah, eject. Well, 
other than that, um, I've got some uh, some things. Like I said, I've I've got to get done. I got some serious white people problems, you know, between her being sick and my bad arm and getting down to Beverly Hills. And um, oh, there is one more quick thing I wanted to mention uh, for those of you listening in uh, in Los Angeles and for those of you who visit Hollywood. Uh, I don't know. You probably remember just how awful Hollywood Boulevard is as far as um, uh, like pedestrian. It's it's it's, a, it's like Times Square. But with a bunch more car, it's just it's completely insane at Hollywood Highland now um, with the pedestrians and the scooters and all this bullshit. Uh, there's proposals now to make Hollywood Boulevard like a pedestrian mall, um, which it's shut down half the fucking time anyway for awards and premieres. Right, right. Um, but what they're proposing to do it looks like is making it instead of four lanes wide two lanes wide so there'd still be cars but it'll only be single lane each way and widening the sidewalks you can actually because i don't know when the last time you were here if you tried to walk down hollywood boulevard it's gotten so bad um to where you you can't really um it, okay for you downtown london where we were when we were with you last fall how i was complaining how the crowds were hollywood's even worse and well, we weren't so even that, in really London where we were. Right. So, like, it's it's completely gotten out of hand around here. So that has been proposed, and I think it's kind of cool. Um, what's, been know, the like cause, I, what's been the cause of all the influx of the foot traffic, though? Um, because of the whole, like, rebirth of Hollywood, uh, you know, that they, they did. They, they cleaned it up a little bit and put in better restaurants, better stores, opened the Highlands Center, put in more um, – things more tour buses more it's just it's it's crazy it's night and day from when i moved here 15 years ago um when there was a time when when you could get up early in the morning and take a stroll down hollywood boulevard and you know you're still gonna have your, your bums and fucking junkies all over the place but like you could stroll down hollywood boulevard and be quiet there'd be no cars no nothing um and just kind of like cool and but but it was you know all tattoo shops and and uh lingerie shops and stuff like that but now dude it'd be six in the morning and you get up and there's just traffic everywhere i don't know how making less availability for cars is going to improve that well here's the thing no it's it's um they still want to have it open for cars but at the same time like i said hollywood boulevard is shut down at least one or two nights per week like it just you know what I'm saying? Like, they completely shut it down. Not just the two lanes. They shut the fucking thing down for premieres, for uh, award shows. So they're talking about maybe doing something like that full time. And it it fucks with traffic all over Hollywood when they do that. But at the same time, it's like it's bumper to bumper no matter what we do out here anymore anyway. You know what I'm saying? So you might as well be able to get to walk around a little bit. I think um, they had you know. that same issue when I moved there. When I first moved there, the spot was Sunset. Sunset was the spot. Yeah. So no, now the boulevard is. And then you sit on Sunset for a fucking hour trying to get from Sunset and, what is it, Highland or whatever, to, or I don't, I don't remember the roads. Is it Highland is the one that runs between Sunset and Hollywood? Or is yeah, it Hollywood? It's, it's, sunset Highlands right there where uh, Hollywood High is. All right. So that road from the next road was it la brea or whatever yeah all the way down to where um you know the the clubs used to be 
it would take you an hour to get down to like past Miyagi's, you know. Oh yeah, is, no, it still does, dude, and 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 that's why I. It wasn't I, like that after when I was leaving. It, I mean, you couldn't move. It was like the spot, like it was like a car show, but it, it thinned it, out like you know about five, seven years after I moved there. Sunset and, has a little bit, but Hollywood's gotten so crowded now, and even though still, dude, even though the strip is not the strip like it used to be. Um, and it's still, dude, it's, it's quicker to walk. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Here's, here's a perfect example. Um, I had a doctor's appointment this week, my doctor, uh, one of them, cause when you get in your forties, you have a team, you know, it's, I've got like 10 of them now. Um, anyway, one of my doctors, her office is down next to the rainbow bar and grill. One of my hangouts, right? So anytime I go, Hey, cool, this is going to work out great. It's like a two for one deal. I can make my doctor's appointments. I can get some Long Islands. I can maybe eat some pizza at the Rainbow. Perfect day. So I leave the Rainbow. I call my chick and I say, can you come pick me up? You want to pick me up? We'll grab some, some dinner or whatever. And she's like, cool. So I said, I'll meet you at Bootstar, which is uh, a really rad cowboy boot store on Sunset that I hang out at. Because I know the guys work there. Yes, I hang out at the cowboy boot store. Uh, sometimes, but anyway, I'm going there today too. Um, that is two miles from my house. Okay. The rainbow is one mile from that in the other direction. I tell her I'll meet her there. I walked the mile to boot star still had to wait 20. She left at the same time in the car to go two miles. And I still had to wait 20 minutes for her. When I got to boot star, it took her longer to drive two miles and it took me to walk a mile. That's what it's out here now. Well, Stupid. Uh, my my point is is that I don't think it's it's gonna last. I mean, things move around out there. I mean, before you know it, the other side of Highland is gonna be hopping, and then people are gonna be going that way. You know. Not, well, not before you know it, Englewood's gonna be going off when that new stadium opens because they're that, gonna yeah, so, you know. Yeah, but, I mean, it's like somebody was telling me the other day. They were talking about. You know, South Central L.A. is like, you know, white people are moving in. Y'all are going to be opening new shit, and other areas are going to be popping. Hollywood is always going to be, you know, touristy. It's, people just know that area, and that's where they're going to gravitate to. But people like you are going to get fed up, and you're finally going to move. And you're going to end up moving to, like, Inglewood. somewhere right that wasn't <laughs> ideal. But it's, Word! It's, you know I mean? But it's I, I wouldn't. I'm gonna I'm gonna move to Englewood and invite all my new neighbors over to watch Friends because yeah. it's gonna get taken over by a bunch of white people. And I'm looking, you know, it's funny. I'm looking out the window right now, and somebody just thrown out their Christmas tree, and I'm like, what fucking day is it? <laughs> like almost a March, <laughs> and it's throwing this fucking brown tree out, and I'm like, what the fuck? I've seen trees a- out there in March when I lived in Detroit, man, because it's still cold outside. So. Well, and, and you know, um. We'll, we'll close on this real quick. People will spend all day, hours shopping for that perfect tree, right? And they just and they shop and they take them. And then when it comes time to get rid of it, they can't be bothered. They just throw them out on the fucking street. You know, like like you're supposed to take them to a facility where they recycle them in in Los Angeles anyway. You're supposed to take them to like they have certain drop off points where they'll they grind your tree up and all that shit. But much like people that just throw their couches out on the fucking Street it drives me absolutely insane, dude. Come get Whatever. It, Sorry, I'm considerate like that. 
I'm not putting that fucking needle dropping bitch in my car. I can't even. <laughs> what if you got a car to fit that fit that big ass? How'd tree? you get the fucking tree to your house? Because they wrap it up in that netting and then they strap then it to the top. Save of the, the bag and you put you it. Can't in the just bag. shove it in there like that. It doesn't work like that. That's a fucking machine thing that they shove the tree in and it wraps. Uh, nah, you're just lazy. Yeah. I've done it a million times. No, I'm right. You drive a big ass truck. You could fit seven trees in that fucking school bus you drive. <laughs> fucking right. That's ten right. The gallon, motherfucker. I don't need to get ten. Part of the fucking problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get a because, Prius. Uh, fuck, dude, I'll tell you what. Those people that own the Priuses put out more emissions than I do because I just did the math. You know me, I hate to drive. So since Thanksgiving, I've put on 450 miles <laughs> on the on the vehicle. I only drive if I have to. So, um. I'm going green over here, buddy. Right on. That's how we're doing it. But I got to cut you loose because I got to get, like I said, the right, white people get, problems. Got to get right, the federal hills. Yeah, yeah buddy. We'll t- talk right. to you next week. And um, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, you guys, and we'll see you guys when we see you. Peace. Later.